everybody. It's me, Justin, from the Chicago 60 Podcast and the Chicago 60 Show. Can I talk today? I can't. All right. <laughs> and uh, now we have another edition of Couch Stories. Uh, song and everything else to TBD. <laughs> but this is what it is. So uh, for those of you who aren't familiar and don't know, Couch Stories is where we learn a little bit more about the guests we just had on the podcast. So we just had... Lauren Gaspar on the podcast with us. Ron Russell was there. We talked about all kinds of cool things, a lot about fitness, because this lady is into fitness. So we're going to learn a little bit more about her fitness and everything <laughs> else. But uh, I, we, we, you must know her. She's got Simple Staples Chai. That yeah. is her business. Yeah. It's at Simple Staples Chai, mm -hmm. at L Gaspar. You can hit her up there for all your uh fitness training and nutritional needs the new yes uh, you can entrepreneurial maverick of the next blue apron mm -hmm. is here sitting with me on my couch so i am i am honored to have her here good friend of mine we worked at uh cotg which is a copier company <laughs> and uh <laughs> let me we, let me grab a trash can we had many <laughs> many a uh many a day where we <laughs> we just went and just she had the Fucked shit around for yeah our, multiple our hours brit and we just drank and complained and we're like when are we gonna be done with this and lauren was saying i want to get into fitness and start my own fitness company and i was like i want to do my own show and now we're doing both of those things so if you believe it it can happen it's like the field <laughs> of dreams if you believe it they will come so we we're living proof right here but um Lauren Gaspar, thank you for being on Couch Stories with me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Justin. It's of nice course. to be here. It's ladies' night. It is ladies' night. Podcast. Monday, <laughs> ladies' night. First question, how do you feel about being the first ever female on the Chicago 60? I mean, we're breaking down barriers now, yeah. Justin. The glass ceiling is, whole, is yeah, broken. Yeah, it is completely <laughs> broken. As if there was a ceiling at all, but... <laughs> You were the first girl who was like, yeah. <laughs> I honestly hope this becomes a regular thing for Chicago 60. Yeah. No, I we have really, other women already yeah. lined up as guests, but you are the first one. So you hold that title. I can't wait. Yeah. I feel like Mr. Wonderful. You you are Mrs. <laughs> Wonderful. Exactly. Let me pull a Justin Trudeau. It's not mankind. It's people kind. So you're not Mr. Wonderful. You're Mrs. Wonderful. Oh my God. Now I feel sad that I even <laughs> used that as a thing, but all right. Um, all right. So Lauren, so the, a lot of people may not know who you are. So yeah. first, please give a brief intro. Well, give an introduction of who you are, where you come from. Who are you, Lauren Gaspar? Oh God, who am I? Who yeah. am I? Well, um, I was born and raised in a suburb outside of Chicago. Which suburb? Oh, God. Um, first, it was Lyle. Oh, yeah. A little Lizzle, Illinois. Right. The Lizzle. Yeah, the Lizzle. The right past the 355 yes. over there. Yeah. Um, with a twin sister. And uh, What? You're yeah. a twin? Can you believe that? What? Do you know any other twins? Yeah, I think so. That's unfortunate. I can't um, <laughs> not identical, fraternal. Um, went to Bennett Academy, where Justin. Uh, Justin oh, that's went as right. Well. Yes. Did you forget that? I totally forgot. Holy that. shit! Yeah. So yeah. we actually went to the same high school, which oh, is crazy. Right. Wow. This oh, is man, wait. I totally forgot about that. I wonder how many other Bennett people. You're, you're younger than me. In that's the world. Yeah. That I've forgotten. <laughs> Not that you've forgotten, oh, but how many people have like done shit like this where they're like, 
I'm quitting my corporate job sort of stuff and like I'm just going to do what I love to do. Right. Right now my people know. do that. A lot of them um, some shit. So sidetracked. I talk yeah. way too much. Um, but anywho. That's the point of this whole thing. So um, talk to your hearts galore. Naperville basically ended up moving there um, when we were in high school. Um, I uh, played college tennis wow. my freshman year in Virginia. Virginia was not like Naperville, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little slow, um, but I did meet one of my really good friends there. Missed the heck out of Chicago and my family. Uh, so moved back, finished up college at DePaul, where, mind you, I studied early childhood education hmm. to be a teacher. Huh birth through third grade um by the time i finished school i had no idea what i wanted to do even though i had my childhood degree ready to go be a teacher i was doing interviews something just didn't feel right and also financially i was like i cannot support myself off of a teaching salary hashtag truth yeah the city's just so dang expensive so reality set in and i'm like i've got to find a different job where i can support myself um i was living in a high-rise building and met someone at the time and they're like you'd be really good at sales and i'm like what are you talking about like i teach little ninos and niñas like like this is like second <laughs> grade yeah <laughs> Like, like, I teach what four is plus this, four is. This is. The Jennifer Lopez from South Park. Eat tacos and burritos, niños and niñas. Like, racist real fast. Must Fuck. be the must be All the right. second beer. Um, but I was like, this is crazy. I mean, I do love to talk, and I'm pretty outgoing. At least I would assume so. And um, I interviewed at COTG where Justin Jaywar at the time was working. Didn't, didn't know who the heck he was. <laughs> um, but one in, I was doing like, I had even interviewed as like a front desk office job. And I'm like, wow. okay. I was just trying to find anything that right. would pay me more than a teacher's salary. So then Mr. Dan Tui looks at me. And <laughs> Mr. Dan Tui looks at me uh, and he's like, you're hired. I was like, Okay. And they're like, when can you start? And I'm like, now. (laughs) (laughs) Right at this very moment. Right at that very moment. And I started working at COTG. (laughs) And then three years of selling copiers and just the the 7.30 to 7.30 grind. Like, I remember being the last freaking person in that office all the time and just being like, I hate my life. Like, why am I here 24 seven? And why can't I just like catch a break? Every day is putting out fires. Every day is just dealing with bullshit. Yes. And I'm like, there's gotta be something better out there. Like what the heck is like, what can I possibly do to get out of this? And, um, during my time at COTG, as Justin mentioned, we became pretty close, sat, sat pretty close to each other on the office. And, um, we would go out to lunch and talk all the time about just what we want to do. And like everybody has goals, dreams, aspirations, but nobody ever like actually follows through with them. It's a very, uh, very low percentage, very low percentage. Yeah. So it was funny because I 
did not get any backing from my friends, no backing from my family when I was like, I want to quit my job. They're like, absolutely not. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? How are you going to support yourself? And I loved fitness. I was doing Orange Theory personally, like working out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, fitness is my passion. So, like, why don't I just, like, try and go and do something with fitness? So, at the time, I had already known the COO in Illinois of Orange Theory. I reached out to him, and I'm like, I really want to be a coach. I want to be that motivating person that, like, people look up to that just makes makes them feel better about themselves and, you know, motivates them. Long story short, end up becoming an Orange Theory coach have now been there for over a year. Um, love it. It is a great passion of mine. I mean, fuck, I wake up at 3.45 to do it every day. Um, yes. <laughs> so a hashtag oh dedication. You're, you're, you're waking up by the time I might be going to sleep oh, in some cases. There is, so it's funny that you say that. So I actually drive down Halstead, and right on Halstead and Armitage, there's a bar called The Shoe. Red, shoe. red and white awning. Sure. Well, that bar closes at four. Oh. So okay. there, so there's like oh and yeah, 30, 40 people and waiting like, out live for work taxis. That, work that alcoholism work right it off. off. Coming to Uber. my, come to my thing. Don't stop over there. Microphone. Yeah. You you nice. let those people walk. Don't Very don't cool. drive them home. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. But yeah, and then um, Orange Theory hit, and I was like, okay, I'm cutting my salary, you know. More than half. <laughs> uh, yeah. Holy shit. I got to find something. Um, so then, you know, I just tried to say, great, my my passion is fitness, so I want to do something fitness. What if I started my own gym? And then that was like my next thing. I'm like, I'm going to start my own gym. I came up with a name. I did everything. I purchased the LLC. Um, at the time I had like all these clients actually from orange theory who, you know, it's like an influencer. You look at someone on Instagram or social media and you're like, God, I want to look like them. I want to know what they're doing. What's the secret? Well, it's kind of the same thing with, you know, in your daily life, whatever you do, you see a trainer and you're like, Oh my God. Okay. What are they doing? What's the secret? So I started taking on individual clients and then I was like, we're going to do groups. Like now I can really bring on, you know, the people and I can start, you know, increasing my income. Um, you know, if I can fit seven people in a room at $25 an hour for an hour, you know, that's more than $65 for one client for an hour. And it started to really catch on and people were like, oh my God, I love the group stuff. Started looking at spaces to open a gym and it was kind of like something didn't feel right. Like something wasn't clicking. And just as we talked about on the podcast, but uh, basically I was living in that high rise building and I posted something about nutrition and fitness. Guy came up to me um, and simple staples. My, my current business now was kind of born out of that. Him just asking me to cook for him. Um, and now I like actually really feel good about it and have faith in my business and it's really growing and going places. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at today. I'm balancing the orange theory and the side business and nice. 
Hashtag hustle. Nice. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> hustle indeed. Yeah. In yeah. Indeed. So how did, um, so going off of everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was that 30 was, minutes? Jesus. It was, it was, <laughs> it, it definitely took away some of my questions already. So that's good news. Uh, so what, uh, so you, so you mentioned this, the story that there was this guy who was just like, Hey, just make me meals. So yeah. how did you, what was your process on going about that once you decided to do it? Because I mean, obviously there's the things out there like blue apron and Italy, not Italy, eat fresh. What are mm-hmm. all these fucking things yeah, out there? So now? many like, of them. So saturated. You know, and so, but like you're one person trying to do this for a bunch of people. And I've seen your videos on Instagram, like you're hustling for sure. So like, how do you, like, wh- what is the process of this? What do you do to make this happen? Cause it seems like it's a lot of work to me. Oh my God, Justin, personally. the amount of cooking, cleaning, I smell like food 24 seven. You that walk past me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> be careful on the streets. <laughs> this this I, girl smells <laughs> like food. I'm attracted. I smell like food. All the time. I am always cooking. I am always in the kitchen. But it's funny because I had posted a simple video on my Facebook. And this guy was following me. And he literally came up and was like, I want to eat what you make. Like, what you're making, that's what I want. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, exactly what you're making. Like, the jasmine white rice and, like, the chicken. Like, that's just what I want, plain, with no sauce. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is fucking weird. And he's like, all these meal prep companies have so much sauce, so much salt. And he's like, I just want to be able to put my own shit on there. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, that's not a bad idea. So I started cooking for him. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it all clean and natural, which is what he wanted. So I'm like, what better place than Whole Foods? So I started to go to Whole Foods. Shout out to Whole Foods. <laughs> Seriously. Not a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor yet. Um, of either company. Of either company. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I went to Whole Foods. I purchased all of his food. And um, it's so funny in terms of processes how like I could tell you I could go to Whole Foods right now and if I bought the bag of broccoli, I could tell you it makes four meals. If I bought, you know, four pieces of a chicken breast, I could tell you how many meals it makes. So it comes down to the numbers. You want to come grocery shopping with me? Because I haven't Justin, been in a while and I need to go. I have, I'm usually good at grocery shopping. I have an Excel sheet of Whole oh Foods God. prices and You're the products. You're of food. <laughs> <laughs> so before I even go shopping, yeah. I already know what I'm going to spend. I just plug in my quantity and That's I'm cool. like, if my bill is over $300, there's something fucking wrong. Either they jacked up the price on something or I overbought or something's wrong. So it took me, you know, like probably two, three months for me to like go to every single receipt, type in every single dang price and, you know, quantity and all this stuff. But you know, you need that to understand how much you're making. Right, right, right. But then the process was, all right, what containers am I going to use? Like everything right, matters. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's containers that could cost you $4 per container. I first started buying them at Target. They say like meal prep on them. They're like so, you know, so much deeper and like all this stuff. But they were so expensive. I'm like, I'm not making any money. 
at first I was like, this is dumb. I'm not going to be making any money off this. And then I'm like, ooh, found cheaper containers, 40 cents a piece. Ooh, okay. And then it kind of just started like coming into play. And then I had multiple people asking me at Orange Theory um, about what I eat. And it just kind of blew up. Yeah. And so how many how many people are you providing food for today? So it's a good question. So 30 is the max that I've had. And that's wow. me like tapping out like I couldn't physically myself. That's a lot of food. Well, I have four different plans. So like if you did a VIP wow. plan, Justin, that means you would be ordering 16 meals for one week. Well, if you're eating lunch and dinner, you know, that right. does go by pretty quick. So right, right, I could right. be cooking anywhere from 100, 150 meals in two days. That's a lot. Could you so imagine how, so, the dishes? So, so, <laughs> the amount of soap. I haven't done dishes in months. <laughs> I, I have dishes in my dishwasher now, actually, but it's not from cooking, unfortunately. Um, yeah, no, that sounds like a lot. Of work. So, um, how long does it take you to cook all this stuff? Oh my God. So, Whole Foods opens at eight o'clock in the morning. Sunday morning. So, this is my thing. I have to make everything fresh. I'm at Whole Foods at 8 a.m. when that door opens. I go right in, grab everything, and I start cooking immediately. 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. I will not stop until. 7 p.m., 6 p.m., wow. nonstop. That dishwasher is on, you, like... Yeah. What do you do uh, when you're waiting for the... Are you, like, slaving away at a yes. stove? Are you the stereotypical female yes. from the 50s? Yes, <laughs> but I could do triple the work. <laughs> I know, I'm a catch, I'm you, a catch. But, like, are you, are you enjoying yourself, or is, like, Sunday, like, just your work day, and that's it? Well, it's funny, because, like, With I technology. work at Orange Theory every day, so it's, like... It's so crazy for me to say this. When we when we worked at COTG, I always used to be like, there are way too many hours in the day. Like, I fucking hate it. Like, can it just be 5 p.m.? Like, when it was 12 o'clock, I'm like, it feels like 5. Can this day please end? Right, right. We all felt that way. Now, yeah. I'm like, there are not enough hours in the day. Yeah, yeah. I feel that way too, yeah. I, like, I don't, I could never visualize myself previously ever saying that like I didn't understand the meaning of when people I was like what's wrong with you you want more hours in the day like are you fucking crazy well I think that is a big difference of people who are doing something they love to do versus people that are not doing something they love to do so I mean that's the main difference yeah in yeah. general is that um, you know people when you're running a class or you're cooking, whatever, you know, like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm helping people. Right. I enjoy this. This is a thing. When I do my stuff or I'm editing, like I'm having fun with it um, and it doesn't feel like work. And then I'm all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck, it's eight o'clock at night. I should probably eat. Yeah. <laughs> I need Maybe one of your meals. get five hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You need what? Start ordering for me. What the heck? <laughs> I guess I guess that'll be a thing that I do. <laughs> and that'll be a thing that I do for sure. But yeah, so 
Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, that sounds crazy. Cause I mean, I love cooking, but that's like a lot of cooking. It's a lot of cooking, and yes, I enjoy it. And yes, of course, there's times where I'm like, "What the fuck am I thinking?" Um, but I meal prep for myself every week the same. So I'm like, it's almost like I'm just helping other people meal prep. Is right. like how I see it. I'm like, I do the same thing every single week. Like I'm living, I'm practicing what I'm preaching, and I'm just like doing it. And yes, I do enjoy cooking and it actually makes you feel good that people enjoy your food. Like there's some right. sort of yeah. satisfaction where people are like, Oh my God, this tastes so fucking good. What do you do? And I'm like, it's made with love. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's you know? why I love cooking. I mean, if I'm cooking for myself, it's a lot different, you know, like I'll, you know, there are certain staple dishes that I cook for myself that I know that I know are going to be good. Like I make some pasta dishes, mm -hmm. simple, you know, chicken or salmon, some vegetable, a little lemon juice, whatever. Fine. Sounds good. Uh, stir fry. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a good cook. Stir fry, like easy, simple shit. That's for me. That's like, you know, yeah. And usually it's like a meal or two meals. Yeah, you typically. Could get, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't not make two meals when I cook pasta. <laughs> I'm always like, this is gonna be enough for one thing, and then I eat two helpings, and then there's like still more. I'm like, fucking hell, Justin, learn. Yeah. Uh, but I, I never fucking learned self-control. Yeah, it's I hard. I love this pasta. I know. But I mean, I make that shit. It's like simple, easy, whatever. Right. And healthy for the most part. Um, but, what, but I don't like, uh, you know, if I don't have anybody else to cook for, I ain't going to try new shit just to fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that kind of time. I need shit like in and out. I want to eat fresh, whatever. That's it. So that's why I'm doing that. I told you about the friend dinner. Yeah, night. It's the only yeah. way I can challenge myself to try I and love that. make things that are exciting. Yeah. And like yeah. try some, you know, use my goddamn kitchen equipment. Yeah. Thing. Otherwise, like fucking. Yeah. You got a nice point? kitchen. It's a nice. Yeah, that's all right. It's a nice as, I, as I look over my shoulder. At <laughs> yeah. Hopefully nobody heard that. Yeah. Fully furbished <laughs> with kitchen. I sleep here. It's my apartment. So they say. On this couch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so another thing I wanted to talk to you about real quickly, cause we're both from the burbs and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but we now both live in the city. How long have you been living in the city? Um, well, I always count like since I graduated. So I say 15, 2015, but it was actually prior to that. Cause when I was at DePaul, I was still living in the city. Oh yeah. If you're in DePaul, that counts. So... Yeah, I mean, how many years is that? Uh, like maybe seven, okay. seven, eight years. Right, that's yeah. a little bit longer than me. Then yeah, I've years, only been yeah. in the city for five. But you go back to Naperville quite often. Almost every you're weekend. A yeah. Rich white woman. <laughs> I'm basic. <laughs> you yeah. basic bitch. Like pumpkin spice I'm lattes. Girl, you're my girl. But who doesn't like pumpkin oh, spice lattes? I don't drink that crap. I mean, when October hits, they I'm like, for women. I literally now put pumpkin spice in my coffee. Like, I actually bought pumpkin spice. No joke. I just saw this, Lauren. My uncle posted this. So they have good. a they have a pumpkin spiced condom. No, no. I swear to God. Unless my <laughs> uncle used some amazing Photoshop. I saw Wait, it your and he, uncle? My uncle posted as a joke being like, people are fucking crazy. <laughs> There's too much pumpkin spice, folks. It's too much pumpkin. Just get a regular pumpkin. pumpkin. Spice Eat a pumpkin pie. That's yeah. enough. That's <laughs> enough. But um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? We have like burbs to city. 
because I'll, I'll just tell you, I'll give you some context. So I'm yeah. like, a, I'm, I can't go back to the, like, I hate going to the burbs. Really? Yeah, I can't stand it. I love being in the city. That's where were I'm you in born and raised? I grew up in Bolingbroke for most of my life, where the IKEA is. Yeah. Um, I was there before there was an IKEA or a mall. And, you know, there's just, I don't know, I just am not a suburban guy. Like, when I bought my car recently, I was talking to the chick at the DuPage Credit Union, and she's like, oh, you're a city? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I was in the city recently. It's just parking. It's probably, I just, I just don't get it. And I'm like, yeah, you, well, you don't sound like a city person. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a suburbanite. And um, like, I'm like, yeah, well, that's why I live yeah, in a fucking city. I, 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 I fucking do all this shit. And I was like, fuck. Um. And then she's, you know, I was just thinking about that for a minute. I was like, I can't, I, I, I didn't even want to be there. I was like, I want to be back in the city. I mean, everything that I'm doing is in the city, number yeah. one. But there's just so much going on in the city. I went on a date in the Burbs at like this place, and I did, it didn't go well. Oh God, yeah, it was so bad. But I did like it. Felt weird because bars in the city, like there are people there. You feeling that? I'm there at this bar in the Burbs, and it's just like a restaurant. It's like, like the it Bachelor. It, yeah, yeah, it's it like you're on your own. Weird. Yeah, it's just bizarre. It was a bizarre feeling. I'm like, I don't like this at all. You know, if I have a family or some shit, I'll move. Yeah, everybody moves to Burbs, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But like, fuck a duck. I like right now. I just I hate it. I hate going out in the Burbs. So, what are your thoughts on like city versus Burbs? Being, uh, you know, growing up in the Burbs, but now living in the city, but still going back to the Burbs. What are some differences that you've noticed? In the Chicagoland area, because I've noticed several. Um, well, growing up in the suburbs, and it's funny you say suburbs like Bolingbroke. Is that a suburb? I mean, it is yes. a suburb, but like, are there as many grass, grass, grassy hills and knolls and trees as there are the further you go west? The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Was it compared to what DeKalb? I went to I'm talking like, yeah, like there's just something about, so like when people say, um, like, like Lyle, right? Well, if you go to the city of Lyle, it's like, I like, don't even call it. Well, it's not a city, but it's a town. It's, it's a town, but that doesn't necessarily feel like suburb to me. I mean, it does in a way, but like when I think of suburb, I think of like, I'm seeing green grass, I'm seeing trees and I'm not seeing 20 people walking on the sidewalk. Like, it's, it's very... You see 20 very, people walking in line? I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. I said I'm not talking about oh, seeing 20 people. I'm. It's, like, secluded. There's this thing, though, that you, like, gain a sense of, like, peace with yourself and, like, thoughts in the yeah. suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it is, but I'm, like, a very nature girl at heart. I'm, like... if my dad would ever have a boy like between my sister and me it would be me because like i'm like to go hunting and like when i was little i would go to the tree oh. stand with my dad at three o'clock wow. in the morning and like trudge through we have a farm out west in ottawa um and i loved sitting in a fucking tree stand yeah yeah for five hours with my dad doing nothing you should and my sister <laughs> that's what he did this weekend <laughs> My Ukrainian and boss. My and my sister hated it. She would literally go watch America's Next Top Model in the cabin. And I would be out with my dad. And I'm like, there's something that I don't know if it brought my dad and I close and that's why I like it. Or if it was just I was able to just like not think and like gather my thoughts. I like being able to drive to the suburbs. 
mm-hmm. to like get my like quick fix of it. But like right now I could not live there. Yeah. I, because I, no way. The city like keeps you moving. It keeps you young. I went to a Surla Tab cooking class recently. Okay. <laughs> such a and- <laughs> Pumpkin spice lattes, Thurla Tav, and yeah. Um, And there was like a couple that was like 80 across across from me. And I was like, this is the fucking city. You would not find this in the suburbs. There are older people walking around being active because it's the fucking city. You go to the suburbs, people are sitting on their couches. They are not doing diddly squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty much how I just feel about it. There's anything that you have to do in the burbs anyway. You have to drive to, also. So it just seems like more of a hassle. Yeah, it is. It's not convenient. Like in the city, I mean, I'm not in an area where that's like a lot of happening shit, but it's like a ten minute yeah Uber ride, or yeah. I can go take hop the L and be in an area where there's shit going on, right? Or I drive somewhere for like five ten minutes, you know, but. In the burbs, I just feel like, you know, if you go somewhere, like, that's where you are. Yeah. Like, that's that's your thing. It's just slower. You're not, yeah. I, so I couldn't go out in bars in Naperville. I just got too old because just, like. People are different. Like, the just the way that people talk, the people. Dating culture, everything. Everything. vastly different. It's vastly different. I feel like people in the burbs are, like, looking to get married, like, like Oh, this. yeah, no. No, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> And you did the typical <laughs> Chicago, oh, yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, definitely stuff there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like people in the city, I mean, they're just, it's just, like, just, you know, it's like a vacation away from the city. Like my, that's like my thing. It's like if I, if, if I've like, every once in a while, yeah, if I've been in the city for like four months straight and I'm like going crazy, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out to the burbs for like the day. And when I mean the day, it's like I'm literally driving there at 10 o'clock in the morning and coming back at 6 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I that's can't. all I need. That's when all I, go visit I can my take. Parents, it's the same way. I'm like, I got to be out by like yeah. the latest I'll stay is 9. And yeah. I'm like, I got to get back in the city. Yeah. I got shit going on. I got stuff doing. Well, and then it's like it's like they like want you to be like a leech and be like, oh, actually, no, we love your company. Don't leave. Don't right. leave. Well, that's and you're just like, parents. And you're like, okay, I need to go. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had that. I've had that many a time, many a time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have. I mean, I have friends out in the burbs, and um, different I way of living. It's just a. It's a compl- vastly different. And now I understand why people who grew up in the city were like, you know, for people like us, they're like, oh, we're from the city. But people who were born in the city, it's vastly different. Yeah. Than people yep. like us. I mean, I want to be the city, but I mean, I, I was born in the burbs. It well, it's crazy. It Sometimes I like, you know, like as you get older, and like when you think like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be a parent one day. It's, like, crazy to me that you, like, go on the red line and you'll, like, see kids with backpacks that are, like, going to school that are in grade school. Right. I'm, like, holy Just kids walking around. Crap. Yeah. This is so scary. Like, I could imagine my dad made my breakfast, my lunch, cooked all my meals, drove me and my mom to school, dropped me off, picked me up. It, God forbid, if I took the bus. (gasps) Like, it was like, that was a big yeah. step. I never had no school bus. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I couldn't even imagine being a grade schooler and, like, taking the train. I would be scared shitless. But if you grow up in the city, it's like, you kind of just got to do day. it. Every That's just day. a yeah. normal Riding fucking day. Riding the bus, there are just kids. 
on the bus. I'm like, these kids are riding just the regular CTA bus. I'm like, oh my it god. It makes I you grow up a fun. lot faster. It does make you realize you're from the burbs. Yeah. I don't really like the whole like privilege, white privilege crap. Yeah. But like, I have to say, I've seen these fucking kids. I'm like, fuck, you're taking a CTA fucking bus. Yeah. Shit. You're smart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. You're we didn't smart. have buses. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We the the closest thing was <laughs> there was we were going to bed at. <laughs> These other two girls, uh, well, there's a guy and a girl. Which we, everybody, we by the way, had like a parking pass and a spot. Everybody had a car. Yeah, I mean, you just, you <laughs> If know. your dad didn't buy you a car on your, on you, your 16th you birthday, you yeah. You broke. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no rich white person. Yeah. You're just a regular white person. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I just, I just find that fascinating, the differences. I just go back and I'm just like, I don't know this. I mean, I grew up in that for 18 years, but then... And I went out to DeKalb. I mean, DeKalb is its own thing at NIU, but, um, which is Northern Illinois University for people who don't know. But uh, not to be confused with Northern Iowa University. Fuck those people. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely. I don't know. But um, it's, just, it's just so different than yeah. fucking the city. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, you get every type of person over here. So maybe some people you don't want to know exist. <laughs> but. There they are yep. in the world. You have to deal and contend with them. And it's fun. It's I just find it more fun. I find this being in the city is just a way more fun experience. It 100% if you're a, is. If you're a young person in your 20s and you know you have any sense of adventure whatsoever, you got to go to a just city like for at least a couple of much. years. Yeah. If you don't like it, move back to the burbs, you know, get married, have a kid, I mean, shit, fuck. it's 20 minutes, 25 but, minutes away. 20 minutes if you're driving 90, yeah, if you're you in know? Yeah, you're in the Chicagoland area, you might as well. I mean, Jesus Christ, but uh, yeah. just in general. I don't. I mean, I drive around in the fucking boonies. I I don't know how people live out. Yeah. I no. got to be doing stuff. No. That's just I'm me, the though. same exact way. Yeah. I don't know what I would do with my life. I'm too active. I know, I'm yeah. Active. But, like, active in my own way. But it's like you want to be active. You don't want to yeah. just be, like, sitting I watching TV sit. all day. I can't do it. No. Not my, well, it's, it's like my, crazy. I'm day. like, people are like out like gardening for like the entire day. I'm like, how do you garden from seven o'clock in the morning until seven yeah, o'clock at night? I don't need a lawn. No, I, I don't yeah. want. Well, it's funny. Millennials don't, and this is even crazier. So like, people in Naperville or these suburbs who are trying to sell these eight bedroom homes can't sell them. Why? Because millennials are like, holy shit. I don't want to take care of eight bedrooms, eight bathrooms. Right. I also don't want to hire a cleaning lady or have to take care of a lawn. You move to the city and you're like, dude, I'm okay with living in a, you know, less than 2,000 square foot apartment. You know, if I even I have a kid, it's like, why do I need all that space? It's yeah. also extra cleaning. It's like you want convenient, quick. Living, what, living what? in the city, I've realized that space is a convenience. It is. Well, what are you I mean, like? I, it's like I'm at home. It's yeah, like my yeah. that's my other thing. I'm like, when am I really home? Like, I'm not home. I'm always on the go. Likewise, yeah. You know, so it's just I, it makes you put like you said things into perspective about like what you what you care about. I guess. Yep, I agreed. Agreed, a hundred percent. So that's uh, and that's what I find is. I've, I observe people. Like, I feel like I can tell who's a suburb person and who's a non Oh, 100%. Person. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays. Now yeah. that I've lived in the city. I feel like if you've lived in the city five plus years, which both of us have at this point, like, you're now kind of a city person. Yeah. Because I don't go out to the burbs if, uh, like, people invite me out to the burbs. I'm like, mm, no. I'm busy. 
Or, but, or it's like, I am like legitimately busy. But, or yeah. it's like, why don't you come here to the city and have a right. lot more fun and like stay in a hotel? What am I gonna do? Stay in the fucking like Motel Serious. Six out there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. My parents didn't live out in the burbs. Maybe no, I would there. never go there. Yeah, I would never go. There. No. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, the only other question that I want to ask you before we get to the fun bit, which is uh, the lightning round. Oh God. Yes, Sounds is scary. Uh, is uh, I wanted to ask you um, about uh, like f- like fitness in general and and what you do for it. Um, what I my biggest question to you is why did you choose Orange Theory over like an export or something or one of these other ones? Because I have an export membership. I don't know bugaboo about any of these fucking places. I'm like it's a gym. It's nearby. I go there, mm-hmm. but as a trainer, is there some sort of a perk that Orange Theory has? I mean, what's the deal? Why did you choose that over some other place? Well, again, if if you know you see a trainer walking around at Export, that's one-on-one training. You're selling yourself. You have to go up to people. Like, say you're in the gym, you go to Export tomorrow. To get clients, you have to like go up to them, like stalk them hey, what's your name? I've seen you in here for the last five days. Like, I don't want to have to worry about doing that. I've already done the sales part. Like, I don't want to be, I don't, I'm not trying to get back into sales. I'm not selling myself to do one-on-one training. Plus, in all honesty, one-on-one training is a lot less fun. Hmm. When you have 36 people in a room and people are like lit and ready to work out, it is a party. Hashtag let. Yeah, like so lit. Like it is so much more fun. And like as that is, that is one phrase white people have cornered the market on is lit. I don't like, I don't know about any other <laughs> phrases that are cool and hip that I know that basic. white people have come up lit with. But basic, lit. yeah. And it's always it's always you white women. It I don't is. Know what it I don't is know. There's something about women. lit that's just like you know so positive. I mean, people use it for everything now. I it's don't, a it's I a don't great know. word. But um, well, we can agree to disagree. It is there's something about being in a room that has so much energy with yeah. all those people that just like it. I feed off their energy. Sure. And um, Orange Theory, I like the workout because, like we were talking about before, it's for everybody. You could come in as an eight year old, you can come in as an eighty year old, and you can still get the same exact workout at a different fitness level. It's also not like CrossFit where you're like throwing 400 pounds over your shoulder trying to like be Mr. Macho or Mrs. Macho and like hurting your body physically. Like I don't believe in that. I just don't. Um, I love circuit training. Orange Theory is more like high intensity interval training. But when you ask me of like what I do on my own, I do do Orange Theory, but I also write my own workouts. Mm-hmm. But they're timed. So, for example, there's six exercises. And for those six exercises, you're going to be doing them for 60 seconds or 45 seconds. And you're going to give yourself 15 seconds of rest in between. It's what they kind of call Tabata. Mentally, your brain is like, fuck yeah, I could do this for 60 seconds. That's nothing. Right, right, right. So, like, well, when you put six exercises of all legs together – six exercises of all upper body together, then it starts to burn. And my thing is, is like the treadmill so hard on your knees. Yeah. I won't, I won't run on a treadmill anymore. 
I can't do it. The amount of people that injure themselves on treadmills, yeah. Achilles, their shin splints, their knees, even your back, people need to stop running so much. It's yeah, it's not good. Running is not good in running general. outside's ten times worse. Yeah. So where do you run? Where where should one run? Well, a treadmill absorbs the shock a lot more. When you're running on concrete, your bones are literally just smacking together. There's no that concrete, there's no absorption. Run on a treadmill. A great cardio machine is actually a stairmaster. You can burn This is what I've heard. A crap ton of calories on a stairmaster. Gotcha. And same thing, just doing intervals, like going back and forth, 10 seconds on, yep. 20 seconds off. Just yep. fool around with it and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could even do it, like, for a song. Like, sure. you know, to, like, the beat of a song. Um, but my thing is, is, like, if I told you to go run for 30 minutes, you're going to be like, this is boring as shit. Yeah, But I if I it. tell you to do something for 60 seconds, you'll probably mentally be like, I can do it. So my thing is, like, do something that you can do like not even say fuck it you can't do physically but that you could like mentally be like i can do this that's the type of workout you need to do my thing is like circuit workouts i'm doing burpees for 60 seconds i'm doing bicep curls for 60 seconds i'm gonna sprint on a treadmill for 60 seconds i won't be on that treadmill for longer than maybe four minutes in a workout and i don't want to be on that treadmill because i don't like running on a treadmill for that long yeah, I don't like running in general unless it's for a purpose. I mean, I play soccer on Sundays. It's the only time that's, you run. that's enough. That's enough. No, I would run to the gym because it's like a mile away. So I'd run there and back. But again, it's on concrete. Yeah. And uh, I went running around here, and I I have such a like a thing with running where it's I know you have to run because it's good for burning off calories and whatnot. But yeah. at the same time. Again, like you're saying, too much running can not good for you. Is really not good for you. Yeah. So it's a balance of what do you do to, to burn it off without with doing the least amount of running is what I body weight running. exercises. Right. I mean, it's so funny. We did this thing last year about how many burpees it takes to like burn a Snickers bar off, and it's like you could do like thirty burpees to burn off, you know, like so, however many pieces of candy, but it's like. You don't have to go run for two hours on a treadmill to burn off a fucking Snickers. You could do 30 burpees and burn it off. Like body weight exercises are using 100% of those muscles in your body. It's actually funny. The rowing machines at Orange Theory, rowing on an actual rower burns double the calories per hour than it does on a treadmill. Because you are using more muscle groups in your body. No, that makes sense. The more muscle you have, the more calories you're burning. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, you're using more of your full body, so it's taking more energy to do the motions. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I'm like, people got to start, people need to be doing full body, like, circuits and fuck the running. That's way too hard on your joints. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just, I won't do it anymore. Yeah. I can't do it. I mean, yeah, yeah my, my workout routine here. It consists of pull-ups on the pull-up bar, yeah. push-ups, burpees, some like those, uh, what you call them, the skiers? Yes, skiers, skiers. are so hard. I put those yeah. in my workout too. My legs burn, yeah. lady. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of jumping jacks. And uh, then I have a 10-minute ab routine that I found that I do. And I bet you you do that That's circuit it. four times with the – or, you know, yeah. you could run through that three four, times. Yeah, three, four three, times, three times with – and say, like, you're going to just time yourself 45 seconds of each exercise. 
that's a hard fucking workout. Yeah, it's a really hard workout. Yeah. Yeah. I get and people like burned. People don't get that. They don't know no. how to put that together. Yeah. But my I've thing done a is, lot is of like research on it though. My thing is like and that's the thing. Literally here you could do something this simple. Pick your top six exercises. Like if you are listening to this. Just out of your out of your head. Jump squats, push ups, uh, burpees, skiers, and like just jumps or you know, pick something. Write those six exercises down on a piece of paper. Download this app. It's called the Tabata app. So it's a timer. Not yet a sponsor. Not yet a sponsor. <laughs> but the Tabata app. And you can plug in what you want the thing to beep at. So do you want it to beep at 45 seconds, a minute? You know, you set your own timer. That way you put your phone to the side, put your earplugs in or if you want, want them or not. And you don't even have to worry about anything. It's timed. It keeps you on track. That's your motivator. You got your music on. Do that three times. I mean, shit, Boom. you'll burn as many calories in an orange theory workout. Done. Done. Well, um, <laughs> that's all you really need to know. Lauren Gaspar giving you everything you need to know. And with that, we're going to move on to the lightning round. Oh, God. I'm lightning round. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um, no. There's it's no just, preparing, It's just going to be me asking you a bunch of questions. All right. Rapid fire. You give me your answer as fast as you can. Okay. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to learn a little bit about Lauren Gaspar and how she deals with the city of Chicago. Are you ready? Oh, maybe. They're not <laughs> difficult questions. All right. All right. Here we, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question number one. Italian beef or Chicago style hot dog? Uh, Chicago style hot dog. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Sears Tower or Hancock? John Hancock. Sears Tower. Okay. All right. Good. Obviously, we're doing Sears, <laughs> not Willis, that fuck. Uh, Cubs socks. <sighs> Neither. <laughs> oh, you fair weather fan? That'd be my answer. I'm a fair weather fan. Uh, LSD or Michigan Ave? LSD. Of course. Uh, Grant or Millennium Park? Uh, Millennium. Okay. Favorite thing to do in the chai? Oh, God. Justin, why would you do that to me? Because <laughs> um, it's fun to watch you squirm. I don't know. I, you know I'm favorite curious. thing to do? Um, I love Lincoln Park Zoo. Oh, okay, cool. Nifty. What about the Lincoln Park Zoo? Well, number one, it's fucking free. So if you've never been, get the fuck to Lincoln Park Zoo. Um, the fact that we have a free zoo, like not many cities have a free That's zoo. That's also true. And it's clean. And they got like also polar true. bears. They have a new baby rhino. All these things are accurate. I mean, it's insane. The baby rhino is the cutest, so go see it. All right, All right. back <laughs> to the lightning round. Uh, favorite L-line. Red line. All right. Red line is the best <laughs> line. Uh, your favorite hood that you like? Lincoln to Park. Okay. Riverwalk or beach? Uh, Riverwalk. Oh, I hate sand. Fucking hate it. Really? I have my, I literally, pet peeve, it makes my skin crawl, sand. Wow. All right. Well, Riverwalk it is. <laughs> uh, improv show or theater show? Improv. Yes. Great answer. Um, <laughs> Favorite deep dish pizza place in the city? I mean, Giordano's. Giordano's? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Uh, Al's beef or Portillo's? Portillo's. Okay. I'll send you pictures. You're like basic. Like, yeah. uh, favorite expressway that you like to drive on? None. None of them. Fuck the expressways. Like they're the all line? under the. Con- no, they're all under construction. Oh, God. All right, I guess that's fair. 
Uh, favorite music venue in the city for concerts? Ooh, um, I used to love the mid, but it's closed. That's true. It's no longer in existence. No longer in existence. Gone. Um, God, favorite music venue. Um, used to love Paris Club too, and now that's closed. No shit. I didn't know that. They are revamping it into like a disco. If you've heard yeah, that. I remember you'd always be like, I'd text you and you'd be like, Paris Club, and I'd be like, literally, Paris there. Club Ugh, was my life gross. for like, all I right. know, two years. All right, all right. Um, I mean, I guess I've seen some concerts at United Center. It's not that bad. All right, United Center. Okay, cool. Um, uh, old Ferris wheel or the new Ferris wheel? And <laughs> the new. Okay, cool. <laughs> um. One thing you wish you knew about Chicago before moving here. One thing I wish I knew. Wow, you really stumped me with that. Oh, so much really for a lightning round. Stumped me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like this is like some of them are thought provoking to yeah, throw off the lightning. Um, it's lightning and thunder. Parking. That's a good answer, though. Um, best piece of this is, has nothing to do with Chicago, but best piece of advice you've ever gotten. The best piece of advice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> you did not just say YOLO. Oh my God! All Go right. out and chase your fucking dreams. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Stop cool. playing around. Just fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> that you saying that, or is that the advice you got? No, that is literally me saying that. All right. The, all all so the she's advice got I got advice from herself. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> all right. One city that uh, you would live in if you didn't live in Chicago. One city that I lived in if I didn't live in Chicago. If you didn't live in Chicago, what other city could you see yourself living? Um, God, I grew up in California. Um, I would totally move to Colorado in some sort of city in Colorado. Like Denver or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, uh, last question. bum ba dum bum 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 A piece of advice you would give to somebody who's never been to Chicago before and is either coming to visit or moving here. Ask somebody who lives in chicago for a good itinerary itinerary yeah like you don't want to come to chicago and just like wing it you want to come to chicago with a plan it's like when you go to like canada and there's like a bajillion mountains like you're not just gonna like wake up every day and be like oh what mountain am i gonna hike today well they all get full at like eight o'clock in the morning just like half of the restaurants in chicago so figure out what you like you need to have your dining, your hotel, your attractions. Everything needs to be like you got to have your full day set up and planned. Like that's like you can't just wing it. So, I mean, Chicago Pizza Oven Grinder, Improv Show. Like you gotta you gotta see it all. I don't know. I mean, there's so much to do. Yeah, there is. There's a lot to do. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Lauren Gaspar. Cheers to you. Cheers. Thanks for being on Couch Stories. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Having a conversation with me and telling, telling a little bit more about yourself. Really Loved appreciate it. it. All right. Uh, that was another great addition when we didn't even drink.
We cheers and didn't even drink the drink. Um, that was another ed- edition of Couch Stories. I hope you all liked it. Um, Lauren, in case people who are watching this were not listening to the podcast, where can they go and find you? So go to Instagram, because we all know Instagram's the news Facebook, right? Um, L Gaspar. So just the letter L, my last name, Gaspar. And then follow me at Simple Staples Shy, which is also my side business. That's C-H-I so. for all you non-chai people. Yeah. So that's Simple Staples Shy and L Gaspar. Cool. Yeah. Um, and if you liked what you saw here and you love this interview and everything else, go to Chicago 60 on Facebook at Chicago 60, S-I-X-T-Y. Like and follow us there. You're probably watching this on YouTube because you can only see this on YouTube. So if you are, hit the subscribe button and hit the little notification bell. Helps us out a lot with rankings and whatnot. We're trying to grow this business and whatnot. So please help us out. Hit that subscribe button. Would really be uh, appreciative if you could do that. You can also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review, please. Because we got, we want to have more cool people on like Lauren Gaspar here to have conversations like this with and tell you about cool people doing cool things in the city. She can either prep you a meal or train you on losing your weight or getting you into shape however you want it. You wouldn't know about her if we didn't have her on the show. So we're going to have more people like Lauren on, so please help us out. Give us that five-star review. Subscribe on iTunes. You will also be on Spotify if you're a Spotify person, so go ahead and do that. And then our Instagram is at Chicago60. That's at Chicago underscore 60, Chicago underscore 60, the numbers this time. You can go there too. We're going to be everywhere. We're doing all kinds of cool things. So please help us out so we can keep doing a wonderful segment like this and learn more about cool people in Chicago. So uh, with that, uh, Lauren, thanks again for being on. Thanks for having uh, me, Justin. We we end every episode in the exact same way. It's just what we do. You remember the phrase? Fuck the Packers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Are you ready? Well, how do you how does it do? Do you bear down and bear down? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Bear Bear down down and and fuck fuck the the Packers. Packers. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Lauren. Everybody, that's it for another edition. We'll see you next time.